Hello and welcome to the Healing Sanctuary. I'm your host, Melissa Field, and today I want to share with you a personal experience I had recently, moving beyond my comfort zone, feeling my anxiety, my self-doubt, and my fear, and what that was like for me, and what I felt afterwards. I want to share this because I have been creating a lot of episodes lately about how you can move past your comfort zone. I've been sharing questions to ask yourself and tools and motivation. And this is because this is something that I have been wanting to do myself. I've been feeling stuck and boxed in by my own limiting beliefs, by my own kind of conflicting desire to stay where I feel comfortable, stay where I feel safe, but to also expand into what it is I know I want to experience, to expand into what is beyond what I'm experiencing right now, and to really step into the self that embodies these dreams and these goals that I have, this self that is empowered and successful. So after I had the experience last night of really experiencing something beyond my comfort zone that made me deeply uncomfortable and anxious and feeling all of my uncomfortable feelings, I wanted to share it because I have been putting these episodes out there and I actually have more recorded that I haven't shared yet. And I wanted to share this because it's really easy to get on here and say something about, here's a tool, here's a question, here's how you can do this. But when we, when it comes to our own self, to seeing our own self stumbling awkwardly, learning new things, being vulnerable in a public space, that's harder to talk about. It's harder to show you as I am learning myself. It's so much easier to get on here and tell you what I know about this, but talking about the visceral experience of moving outside my comfort zone is something that honestly makes me uncomfortable. So this is kind of a double uncomfort for me. Um, but I know it's important because as I said, when somebody's telling you these tools and ideas and inspirations, it doesn't have as much meaning if they aren't backing it up with personal experience. And the personal experience is, it's a vulnerability. And we want to hear people who have been pushing through their fear. What was it like? What did it feel like? How are you managing the feelings that came with that? Because as you'll hear as I go through the story, This isn't me standing up and speaking with a clear, confident voice and just feeling like I know what I'm doing and I'm ready for this. This is a story of me stumbling, fumbling, feeling incredibly insecure and pushing through a comfort zone in the only way you can, which is awkwardly. If we felt comfortable, if we felt like I know exactly what I'm doing, we would already be in a new space. You wouldn't be pushing past what's comfortable to you right now. You would already be there. So moving out of a comfort zone, that is often the times when we experience a shaky voice, shaky legs, complete self-doubt about ourselves and everything we're doing. And yes, that was me last night. I So let me tell you just how this came about. I have a friend here in town who leads 
group meditations um, at a local yoga studio. And he's been doing this for a couple years. And last year, he asked me if he could play one of my recorded guided meditations during one of the group um, group sessions. And I said yes, but it made me really contract with fear. The idea of all of these people together listening to my work, possibly judging it, possibly not liking it, possibly not liking how I did it, not feeling that it was really worth their time, you know, all the self-doubt and the criticism just overwhelmed me. And so I never followed through with it. I never even entertained the idea that if he did this, that I would be there. I was just like, sure, if that's what you want to do, whatever one you feel like. And there was no follow through for me. You can feel when somebody's into an idea. And it was obvious that like, I felt very guarded about this, very uncomfortable with it. And so he never asked me again and I just let it go. And he will often lead the meditations himself, but sometimes he does play recorded audios. If somebody has one that they're like, I really enjoyed this. I think it'll be good for the group. I just couldn't bear the idea of being in front of all these people and having to speak and introduce my meditation and then sitting in there as they are listening to me. Now, this is bringing up one of my deepest fears, which is the fear of being seen and heard. If you have anxiety, this is a really common fear. And For me, for the most part, it comes from feeling that there is something about me that's just not good enough. In my core, I am not enough. People are going to see the real me and they're not going to like it. It's this fear that the real me is not lovable. And so if I'm being seen and heard, I am being exposed. It's often like a fear of being like, quote unquote, found out but I don't necessarily have a secret. They're just going to find out that I'm not a good person. And it's this ongoing fear that I've been working through a lot um, in this last week, actually. I've been really intensely looking at this. And so I returned to my friend's meditations um, this spring and he changed to a different yoga studio. And because he changed, there was only a handful of people going like five people at the beginning of every group meditation, he goes around and does a sharing um, period where everyone gets to like introduce themselves and then talk about how their week's going, maybe something they're working through. It's something I really enjoy because of the safe space he has created. He is an awesome person. He is incredibly kind and compassionate and I know his girlfriend really well. We're very good friends and they are both really, really awesome people. And it's the energy of himself that makes this a good, safe space. So when it, when we're going around the room, as it's coming to me, every time I feel my anxiety rising, I feel that sense of a spotlight is about to come on to me. My heart starts beating faster, knots coming into my stomach. And again, it's just been a handful of people. But for me, it doesn't matter if there's five people or 5,000. When I feel attention come onto me, big or small, it feels the same. It just feels really scary, intense, and I can't wait for it to be over. So 
For the first few times, I would kind of talk about my week and I would feel myself just closing. Like I, I could feel my throat closing and my voice getting shaky and I'd be like, okay, that's it. But then I thought, you know, this is a time to share about what's going on with you. And he offers the subject if you can talk about your week, but I thought I'm just going to start saying what I'm experiencing. So I started to say when it came to my turn, I feel really uncomfortable when everybody is looking at me and listening to me and putting their attention onto me. I feel an incredible amount of anxiety and this is what I want to say. It's not specifically about my week, but this is just what I feel in this moment. And I am here and I'm going to keep sharing this and keep kind of working through it. And I just let everyone know that I do like the sharing period. It's not that I don't want to do it. It's just that it's kind of pushing a button in me. It's triggering me. And so I started getting honest about that. And that made me feel better because whenever we acknowledge something, we kind of diminish its power, but it did not heal me, which is probably because this is a very deep belief that is really embedded in my neural networks of if people are looking at me, I must have done something wrong. And I'm really working on that. Um, and I have more I want to say about it soon, definitely. But for now, let me get to what happened last night. So yesterday, uh, my friend Jake, he texted me and he said, hey, I am going to play one of your meditations tonight. Is that okay? And I could feel the energy was different. It was more of like, this is going to happen unless you tell me no. Before it was more of an offer, like, what do you think? Are you okay with this? And I wasn't surprised this had shown up just because of all of the energy and intention I have been putting out, which has been to get past these barriers, this comfort zone, to step out of my own self-limitation. Whenever we put something out to the universe, the universe responds. And when we put out an intention very strongly or a desire or we shift in some way, a lot of times people will say it as the universe is testing me to see if I really want this or if I'm ready. I want to tell you, and I always want to tell people this, the universe does not test you. The universe is not trying to trick you or give you a pass-fail system in some way. The universe loves you eternally, and it's always moving towards your success. It's always offering you ways to move into what you want. The universe is trying to serve you. You do not need permission from the universe. You are your own permission because you are the universe. So when I got this offering, I knew it wasn't some kind of like test, like you've been asking, here you go. It was a reflection back to me of the energy I had been very powerfully projecting for a couple weeks of me just always getting on here and being like, how do you move through your comfort zone? Here's this question. Here's how I answered it. Here's this tool. Here's how I'm using it. And I was really putting this intention out. So Jake then said, do you want to do this? And I could feel like, yes. Also, I'm very scared, but yes, I'm not going to hesitate. And I said, let's do it. I'll be there. And we kind of went back and forth on which one we would play. And I chose one from a Reiki healing circle my friend and I had done last year where I would make a meditation and then she would infuse it 
with Reiki healing energy, and then we would meditate um, with other people. But this was all done online. So I didn't have to get in front of people and say anything. I was always in the comfort of my own home. I was alone. It was very comfortable to me. I love what we made, but it wasn't something that challenged me to really kind of look in the face of my own fear. So as I was driving back home, I could feel the fear coming over me like, oh no, it's already starting and I'm not there. But I just played some like positive affirmations. I played a positive audio of self-talk I had made for myself. And I just kept going, just kept breathing, just kept telling myself, feel what you're feeling, feel what you're feeling. And so then on the drive out, it's like, 30 minutes to this different yoga studio. I felt, I felt okay. Like, I think I know what I want to say because I knew I was going to have to both introduce myself and now I would have to introduce the meditation. And then I would have to sit there while everyone is listening to it with me, having their experience with it in the moment. I just, I just had a lot of um, anxiety and fear about what are people going to think and, you know, that kind of thing. So I got there and I sat down and there was some people I'd recognized from before. There was like four people already in the room and I was like, okay, this is about what I was expecting. But then people kept coming. They just kept coming into the room and it was like, no, 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 no. What is happening? I expected five people, the five people who I had been seeing, who I would feel comfortable doing this in front of. And then all of these people were showing up. And I want to say there was 15 total, which isn't a lot, but it was a small room. So all the yoga mats were like side by side. And it just felt like I was being pressed upon, like in the center of something. And there was that pressure coming on to me and my anxiety was rising up in me. And this is a very important thing to know about going outside your comfort zone. It's okay to be scared and you probably will feel some kind of anxiety because your brain is trying to process everything that's happening, all of this unknown information, and then trying to process it through what it already knows. And if you feel a lot of anxiety, a lot of self-doubt, you've probably had a lot of information coming in that did make you feel uncertain about yourself. It's very possible there was more messaging telling you how to be self-critical than how to be self-loving and self-encouraging. And so as the room is feel, filling up my anxiety is getting so intense that I'm like, oh, I hope I don't have a panic attack, but just breathe. And I just kept repeating in my mind what I wanted to say, because I know visualization is very powerful. So if I started to visualize myself saying it, I would start to kind of program it into my brain that this is what's going to happen. And that is a very important thing to remember when you are going outside your comfort zone, when you start to feel anxious, uncertain, start to visualize the outcome you want, even if you're still feeling anxious and um, scared like I was, it's going to help to put into your brain a different story. It's going to help to kind of at least stop the momentum so it doesn't keep growing bigger because your brain, it's going to do what you tell it to do. Your body is going to follow what your brain is saying. So if you don't visualize, you don't do anything, that anxiety and that momentum, it's just going to grow exponentially 
out of control. And that feels not good. And I know that feeling. So you want to know, you want to remind yourself, I am in control of my brain. I am in control of my mind and my body. My brain is powerful and therefore I am powerful. And then start to visualize what you want to experience. And it's okay if you know you're still going to be nervous. It's going to help a lot. And in some ways, if you're into the quantum field, what you are doing is creating the outcome you want in the future so that you will arrive there. That's a subject for another day, but I love talking about the quantum field and how time is more malleable than we realize. So if you start to visualize how you want it to go from an energetic standpoint, you have created the incident in your mind. You've created it energetically physically you will arrive there. So the room is filling up and then it starts to go around where he starts to do the sharing and he always starts on the same side, but I never think about this. And I sat in the place where I would go, where I would be last to speak. So as we're going through everybody and it's going all the way around, kind of snaking around, My panic is growing. I am just so nervous because several people, as we had been sitting there waiting for this to start, several people, I I heard them talking. This was their first time meditating. Now I'm feeling really, really anxious. I'm feeling really uncertain. Did I pick the right meditation? Did they know I was going to be leading this through my guided meditation? Were they expecting Jake? Did they have an expectation and I'm going to be disappointing to them? Is this not a good meditation for somebody who it's their first time? I hope I don't like ruin this for them and they never want to meditate again. I hope they don't think it's too weird and just really, you know, like getting into this like frantic state of, oh my God, like why did I agree to this? But I'm here and I'm not leaving. I am staying on my mat. I'm feeling what I'm feeling. I'm feeling what I'm feeling. I'm breathing. Feeling what I'm feeling. It's okay to be nervous. Breathing. It's okay that my heart is pounding. It's okay that my voice is going to shake when I speak. And just kind of telling myself it's okay. I'm not expecting perfection. I've definitely let that go. I'm not expecting myself to just nail this and change people's lives. All I really wanted to do was get through it. That was my goal. And that is another great thing to remember about moving through your comfort zone. The goal does not have to be 100% succeeding because this is maybe your first time trying something new. The goal can just be to complete whatever you started. And if that is even too much, the goal can just be, I opened the door and I tried. If you do 1% more than you did before, that is a success. If you even consider trying, that is a success. Always measure your own success based on your own self. Only you know what you have been through, what you have overcome, what it took for you to get to where you are. Only you know what it's like to be you. Success is a deeply personal thing that we often act like it's black and white. There's numbers to it. There's a finish line. There's not. Success is whenever you feel you 
have achieved something that has meaning to you. So that we're going around and um, everybody's speaking and then one lady spoke only in Spanish. Okay, now I'm freaking out more. Is she going to be disappointed? Is she going to think this is too hard to follow? I believe um, <clears throat> she understood English, but felt comfortable speaking in Spanish, but I'm not sure because she was one of the new people and I didn't know what to say. I don't speak Spanish. And so I just kept facing forward because she was sitting behind me and just being like, oh my God, just let this be over. I am so so uncomfortable. I am going to like vibrate out of my body. And the fear was picking up to the point where I did kind of feel that sense of mind body disconnecting, also known as disassociation, where you start to feel so much panic that you kind of disconnect your mind from what your body's feeling. Not everybody does this. It's just something I've become aware that I do. I kind of disassociate, but and so I kept trying to picture roots going into the ground Ground yourself, ground into your body. Deep breath. Just breathe. And as she was speaking, somebody decided to leave. And I think he was having some kind of like personal conflict with a family member. This has never happened before, but so he left and that made me just of course, more uncomfortable. And we come down through and by the way, everybody spoke very comfortably, which tends to accelerate my fear. It tends to f accelerate my self-criticism. Why are, Why am I the only one who gets anxious in this way? Why am I the only one who has this fear of being seen and heard? What's wrong with me? Ah, that was like building in my mind. Like everybody seems so competent. Why am I like this? And in general, I know and I have self-compassion, but in that moment, it was really hard to hold self-compassion. It just, it was a lot of self-judgment of like, why can't I be good enough? So finally, it gets to me. My throat is tight and I, my throat is dry and I'm just like, God, I hope I can at least say something. And so I said, hi, I'm Melissa. And I always kind of say the same thing every week, which is that I feel really uncomfortable when people are looking at me and I'm working on why I have this very deep fear of being seen and heard. And then um, I wrapped it up and I said, and this week's meditation is actually from me. And now I'm just like almost shaking because I'm like, I can hear how nervous I am. And I don't want people to think the meditation is going to sound like this because it's pre-recorded. So it wasn't going to be me sitting there leading this live and this is another thing about moving past your comfort zone that's really important to know. And I kind of touched on it earlier, which is your obstacles, your goals are so personal to you. So it, I think it would be easy for someone to hear like, wait, what was so scary about that? They were just playing something you already recorded. You didn't even have to do it live, but it was still very scary to me to know that my work, my voice, my um, my guidance, the way I was trying to lead people was going to be filling this room. So even if something seems silly to you or easy to other people, don't worry about that. It's always, what does it mean to you? And so I was kind of holding that awareness. And again, that self-judgment, I was definitely judging myself of like, why is this scary? It shouldn't be scary. You don't have to do it live. Um, but there was just 
so much fear in me of like, what if the audio glitches? What if it's not how I remember it? I haven't played this one in a long time. What if the volume's not good? And so I did a quick introduction to the meditation, very quick. And I was just like, this is, and I was speaking so fast because that's what I do when I get nervous. I was like, this is a very gentle, and it was like one of those, like, um, what are they called? Auctioneers. <laughs> like rambling it out as fast as I could just to get it out of me like an explosion of like words and I was like this is gentle and it's easy and it's peaceful and it'll be good for beginners and um, I hope you guys like it and and I was like and I won't sound like this on the audio I promise and so we dim the lights and Jake then turns it on he's trying to turn it up and in my kind of paranoid state, it didn't sound the same. It kept sounding like every time I talked, the music would get quieter and then come back up. And I don't know why it sounded like that. It was probably just me being extremely paranoid. And I didn't think it was really loud enough. I don't know why. That was probably also just me being paranoid. And so everybody laid down. We start the meditation and the f- begins with guiding people through a deep breath. Okay, they didn't do it. And now I'm just like, I just wish this was over so bad. But I don't think they were like expecting that. And a lot of people were new. So maybe they were just like, not really sure like what to be doing. And as we lay back, I, the tension and the fear in my body was just palpable. And I, my heart was racing so much that my cheeks were hot. I could like feel the blood in my face, like almost when you've been like running and you can like feel like your like heart, um, pumping, you know, you can just really feel that visceral sensation of your body, like is doing a lot. And I could feel my face was hot and it was like, Um, I think maybe feeling embarrassed was why my face got red too. Like as my voice filled the room, it was just such an unusual, overwhelming, uncomfortable experience for me because as I had said in the beginning, I go to great lengths to not be seen and heard, to live in the shadows of my own life to not be seen. So to be laying there and everyone is listening to me, my voice is filling the room. It was just like so beyond uncomfortable. And I'm just wondering, what are they thinking? Do they like this? And there was this sense of, I have no control now over what happens. And that feeling of being out of control was so scary to me. I could not control what people were going to experience, what they would think, what they would think of me, if they were going to not enjoy it, if they just wanted to be doing something different, if they regretted coming. That feeling of this is out of my control was just like, I, I can't stand this. I just wanted it to be over so bad. And there was so much tension in my body that it was like every muscle was like pulled into like the tightest like fist, like so much tension that I I was so tight that I almost felt like I could start shaking. And I'm just like, oh God. And I know this is a 22 minute meditation. This is going to be the longest 22 minutes of my life. And it was a very weird experience because the audio is so relaxing. 
And I'm like listening to it and feeling what I'm saying, like bringing this warm ball of energy into my stomach, into my chest, growing it out around me. And I keep thinking this should be relaxing, but uh, it's not. And I just kept waiting for it to be over. Surprisingly, the 22 minutes went pretty fast and I just kept trying to like relax down. I kept I kept wanting to open my eyes. I, I literally wanted to run out of the room and I just kept telling myself to like, feel what you're feeling. And I was so overwhelmed that I was like, well, what would a therapist say to me? Cause I didn't know what else to say to myself to bring down my level of panic. And I don't know what a therapist would say. I am not a therapist. And I haven't been to therapy in quite a while, but I do listen to a lot of therapy podcasts because I love how they talk and think about stuff. It's so nurturing and so comforting to me. So I was just like, what would a therapist say? And I didn't know, but asking myself that actually did make me feel better. Maybe just the awareness that somebody out there would care about this experience I'm having. Somebody out there would want to help me through this Somebody out there knows what it's like to work through this level of panic and fear. And all I could come up with is the therapist would just tell me to feel what I'm feeling. I don't think that's what they would do. I think they would try to help me to complete the experience that I'm having in my body to complete whatever fear, panic, trauma was incomplete. That's, I'm just guessing. Maybe one day I'll go back to therapy and I will tell you what they say. But I was just kind of guessing, but just the act of just like looking for an answer did help me to bring my panic down, just to stay in my body, to keep breathing. And then it ended and Jake was like, wow, I really love that. And of course, when you are very experienced in being self-critical, it's really hard to believe people when they say those things. So I didn't believe him. I didn't know how to receive the information that he had actually enjoyed that and that it was a positive experience for him. I just thought he's just saying that to be nice because it was weird. It was uncomfortable. I was uncomfortable. And I, the whole time I had been wondering if people could feel my anxiety, but I'm sure they were all just in their own body, right? Like that is what fear and anxiety does to us is it feels like everybody is aware of how we are being vulnerable and stumbling and not feeling confident when in fact, they're all focused on their own shit. That's why they came because they want to work through something. They want to heal something. They want to release their own stress, their own anxiety, their own troubles from the week. They are in their own mind and body as they should be. But when you're in that state of discomfort, it's really hard to get past the feeling of everyone's looking at me and seeing how ridiculous I am. That was what it felt like to me. So at the end, he just asked people how they felt and it was very quiet, which is unusual. And I was just like, I don't know what to think of that, but it's probably for my own, um, it's probably best for me because 
I don't want to get attached to the outcome of what they think of it, good or bad. If everyone loved it, now I'm always going to want that approval, that, that approval. And if everyone didn't like it, now I'm going to have that in my head and it's going to confirm something about me. So because it was quiet, I could kind of just sit with myself and ask myself, what did I think? What did I feel? What did that experience mean to me? So it came to the end and, oh, um, before the meditation had ended, as I was sitting with all of this fear and anxiety, there was this sense of, this is uncomfortable, but I'm so glad I'm here. And that was really my main takeaway of like, there is something more for me. There's more I want to do, more I want to be, and I'm going to get there by pushing through, oh, that's my dog, <laughs> by pushing kind of past these self-limitations, by just having to get out there and stumble and fumble and have my voice shake and not be able to talk confidently and feeling very uncomfortable and uncertain. And so even though it had been a very intense experience that was pushing on my deepest fears and self-conscious um, kind of buttons, I finished it feeling, I hope this isn't the last time I do this. I hope there's more. I want to find out what's on the other side of all of this self-doubt and fear. I want to find out what happens if I keep going. And that surprised me, but it wasn't something that like I forced or I asked myself. It just, it came up in me and I could see it clearly in my mind of, yes, this is good. This was not the feelings I like to have all the time, but it was good and I'm ready for more. And so it finished and we put our stuff away and I'm feeling really uncomfortable because I have no idea what anybody thought of it. And I went out to my car and I left some messages for my friend through um, voice memo because I needed to tell somebody. And if you have just pushed through a comfort level or you're even thinking about it, like definitely talk to a friend and let them know what you're experiencing because you don't want to feel alone in this. And they're either going to relate to your experience because all of us have our places that are beyond our comfort zone and they're maybe working through their own or they're going to be supportive of you. And if they're not supportive of you, oh my gosh, this is a friend who cannot hold space for other people's struggles and they are probably overwhelmed by their own. And that is a good indication that you want to start calling in a much more supportive support network and you deserve that and you are worthy of that. So I want to conclude this by talking about the fact that this wasn't something I felt I would say was like a home run. It's not something that I'm like, like, wow, I am amazing. Look what I did. It was stumbling. It was fumbling. It was uncomfortable. It was anxiety and panic and just being like, and almost in almost every moment I wanted to leave. I wanted to run away and I had to keep telling myself, stay, see this through, let yourself be heard and just be with whatever happens with that. One thing I know about successful people is this is what they do. They 
are not the people who always show up confident. They're the people who just keep showing up no matter how uncomfortable it is. And they see it as a learning journey, a growth journey. But I don't want you to put any judgment on yourself because we also don't know what kind of inner stories they were given about themselves. They may have been given a lot of self-talk that said, that taught them how to work through um, fear and self-doubt. They may have been given a lot of encouragement. They may have just had adults who modeled success to them, and that in itself is very powerful. So although we can look at successful people as examples of why it's important to push through a comfort zone, you always want to go at your own pace. And if you have been trying to do something and you keep retreating, or you just can't even get yourself started, let go of all judgment about it. Let go of all idea of what you should be doing. Even if you hear a story like this, where I was panicked and uncertain, and you're like, well, this person did it, then I should be able to. I have been doing so much work for years that got me to this point, And I also have my life experiences that make me comfortable in a certain way. I am somebody who had certain social privileges. I am a straight, white, able-bodied woman who speaks the dominant language of the country I live in. My family has been established here for a long time. I'm not the child of immigrants. So even looking at me, you don't want to say, okay, but like she did it. So I should too. Like how I got here, why I'm at the point I'm at. It just has everything to do with everything I've experienced and internalized in my life. What you've internalized, what you're trying to work through, that is extremely personal to you and to the growth you're doing inside. And so even if it seems like you keep hitting this comfort wall and retreating and you're frustrated with yourself for never pushing past it, or it seems like you always hit the same obstacle over and over and you're always circling back to the same place, you are on your own unique journey. You have accomplished more than you know you probably are just comparing your journey to other people's. You're probably just comparing who you are to who other people are publicly. And so I mentioned how successful people often um, face discomfort and they see it as like a learning experience. They keep going. We don't know the private journey they went on to get to that point. And so we are always, always comparing our private self to other people's public self. Even with everything I've just told you, I'm now at just about 40 minutes of this episode. That's 40 minutes of my entire life of 40 one years. So I've just given you like a little glimpse of an experience I had, but as I said, so much unseen went into me arriving in this moment. And so just be as compassionate with yourself as possible. Be as loving as possible. And honestly, that's what's going to help you receive. <laughs> that is what is going to help you release the resistance the more you can love and accept yourself right where you are. 
the more you're going to feel comfortable going forward. We often try to judge and even shame ourselves into going forward. Why am I not doing this? I should be doing this. And that just increases that inner feeling of I am not good enough. I am not safe in my own mind and body. Give yourself love. It's okay to be where I am. I'm doing a good job. I have overcome things that nobody knows about. I am the only person who knows what it's like to be me in this life. And just keep giving yourself love, reminding yourself that you're worthy of love and knowing that to judge and criticize yourself is something that was taught to you by people who did not know how to love themselves. They did not know how to truly empower you because they were coming from a disempowered place and they can seem powerful, but a lot of times people get power by putting other people down or stepping on them in some way. So we don't ever want to take somebody's false sense of power as thinking that they know something that we don't. A truly empowered person will look at you and see your gifts, your talents, who you really are, because they can see that in themselves. We see in other people what we see in ourselves. So if somebody did not make you feel like you are worthy or you are enough, they were telling you something about their own self. That's easier said than done. This is basically the heart of my whole life journey is letting go of people's projections onto me that made me feel this terrifying sense of wanting to hide. So I think that this is a really good place to stop. Thank you so much for letting me share this story with you and for talking all this time. It went on way longer than I expected. I thought this was going to be like a 10 minute episode, but I really wanted to try to share everything about this so that hopefully you will feel more not alone in when you're trying to move past your comfort zone. And as I said, I've got more episodes coming that are going to talk about moving past your comfort zone. And I want to tell you that in my meditation membership, the Healing Sanctuary, the members version, it's kind of like my version of Patreon, like it's a way to support me and also to access the work that I keep private for people who do support me. In the membership, we are going to start a month of self-love. Well, actually, by the time this comes out, we will probably have started. So we're starting a month of self-love. And if this is something you're working on, your self-talk, your self-judgment, moving past your comfort zone, moving out of fear. This is something you're going to want to join us for because self-love is truly at the heart of everything that we are trying to do in order to find that most empowered self. So the membership, it goes month to month and it's only $8 and you can join us for that month of self-love and then cancel or you can come and go. It's completely flexible. You can cancel at any time. There's no commitment. These audios are here for you, for your healing when and if you need them. And along with these four self-love um, powerful meditations that I'm going to be adding, there are over 150 other meditations and visualizations centered around everything that's going to help you to work on that inner healing, that inner self-love, that inner soul nourishment. So that's the Healing Sanctuary, the membership. 
You'll find the link in my episode notes or connect with me on Instagram at meditate underscore with underscore Melissa. This is the Healing Sanctuary, the podcast. If you enjoyed this rating, it would definitely help me out if you, what am I saying? (laughs) I need to stop talking. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and that's just going to help anyone else who is looking for these kinds of topics about self-love, fear, healing, you know, everything that we do around here. So thank you so much for joining me. I hope I'll see you in the membership for this beautiful self-love journey and I will see you again soon. I'm Melissa Field and this is The Healing Sanctuary.